0: Father, we are thankful and grateful this afternoon. We pray, Lord, that you minister to us. Lord, I avail myself as a vessel. Let the glory be yours and not mine. Declare your words. Speak to us, Lord. Minister to our hearts. We love you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, Amen. amen. Clap your hands together for the Lord. And you may be seated. And turn your Bibles with me to Matthew chapter 4 and verse 17. Matthew chapter 4 and verse number 17. This afternoon, I want to continue a message that I started last week. I began talking to you about why every Christian must be a soul winner. Why? every Christian must be a soul winner. And I am giving you some few examples or some few reasons why every Christian, there are several, there are several reasons. In fact, our prophet has written a book called Tell Them, Tell Them, and there are 120 reasons in this book why every Christian must be a soul winner. And I am taking a few to share with you. And last week, I began sharing with you one of the reasons why every Christian must be a soul winner. How many of you were here last week? Wonderful. How many of you were not here last week? You were not here last week. Well, I want to encourage you to listen to the message. That was the beginning of this short series that I'm sharing with you, and last week we shared... A very important reason, we said that, the first reason we said, Jesus declared soul winning as the purpose for his coming to the world. He declared soul winning as the purpose, the main reason for his coming to the world. And I believe those of you who were here, you got that reason from Luke chapter 19 and verse 10. Jesus said, the reason why the Son of Man came was to seek and to save that which was lost. Hallelujah. And we shared so much about that. And so please, I want to encourage you to listen to that message, and I believe that um, you'll be blessed. Amen. Amen. Now today, we want to continue. I want to give you a second reason, a second reason why every Christian must be a soul winner. And it is because Jesus' main reason for calling anyone to follow him is to make him to become a fisher of men. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I want to say it again. The second reason, the second point, is because Jesus' main reason for calling anyone to follow him is to make him to become a fisher of men. Is to make him to become a fisher of men. A feature of man. Do you have that point? Yes. Wonderful. So we're reading Jesus. Do you have the point? Yes. Jesus's main reason. Jesus. Jesus's main reason for calling anyone to follow him, for calling anyone to follow him or to be his follower, or to be a Christian. Christians are followers of Christ. Isn't that so? So Jesus' main reason for calling anyone to follow him is to make him to become a fisher of men. Hallelujah. And I want us to read a scripture here in Mark chapter 4 and verse number 17. He says, from that time, Jesus began to preach and to say, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. So this is the beginning of Jesus' ministry. After Jesus has been anointed, when he was baptized, the Bible says he was led into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. And he fasted, and he was tempted by the devil And after that, he began to preach. The Bible says, from that time, Jesus began to preach. From that time, Jesus began to preach and to say, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. So this is the beginning of Jesus' ministry. And Jesus, walking by the sea of Galilee, saw two brethren. So Jesus had no church. He had no followers. So now he was walking by the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon called Peter and Andrew his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishes. Say, fishes. They were what? Fishers. They were what? Fishers. They were fishes. And he said unto them, Follow me, and I will make you fishes of men. Follow me and I will make you fishes of men. And they, these two brothers, straightway or straight away left their nets and followed him. Straight away left their nets and followed him. Amen. Let's read another account of that same story in Mark chapter 1. Mark chapter 1 and verse 14. Mark chapter 1 and verse 14. He says, Now after that, John was put in prison. Jesus came into Galilee, preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God, and saying, The time is fulfilled, and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent ye and believe the gospel. Now, as he walked by the sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and Andrew, his brother, Casting a net into the sea. For they were fishes. And Jesus said unto them. Come ye after me. And I will make you to become fishes of men. And straightway they forsook their nets. And followed him. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Straightway they forsook their nets and followed him. He said. Come ye after me, Jesus said. Come ye after me, and I will make you to become fishes of men. Hallelujah. Now, last week, we saw how Jesus, in his own words, in his own words, declared the reason why he came here into the world to be with us. He declared to us why he came. And he said, the reason why the Son of Man was made manifest was to seek and to save that which was lost. Hallelujah. Now, in this second point, Jesus, once again, is declaring to us in his own ways, the main reason why he calls people to become his followers. In his own ways. Now, he has started this ministry and he's calling people for the first time. He's inviting people to join him or to follow him for the first time and there is no confusion as to why he's calling them. There is no confusion. He calls them and he tells them the main reason why they are being called. He tells them why they should leave what they are doing to follow him. He tells them what they are to expect as they follow him. Amen. Amen. So you realize he's not giving them any other reason. He's not giving them any other reason why they should follow him. Now when I read this, it is quite interesting to me that Jesus' first disciples that he called to follow him were not, say, butchers, for instance. You know, they were not butchers. He could have probably called some butchers or some farmers you know, but it's strange or it's interesting that he chose to call fishermen and told them that if they come to follow him, he will not make them fishes of fish, but that he will make them still fishes, but this time of men. Amen. And it seems he said it with such clarity, he said it without confusion and they understood it perfectly well why am i saying that they knew he was going to equip them now with a new net because the bible says they forsook their net and they went to follow him they were still to become fishes but they left their net implying that they were expecting a new type of net hallelujah Do you understand what I'm sharing with you this afternoon? So if you are following Jesus, you must expect that it will lead you to become fishers of men. If you make any decision to follow Jesus, you would expect that that following will lead you only to become a fisher of men. Amen. So it will be a big mistake. For anyone, for you or for me, who are his followers now, It will be a great mistake for us now to invite others, to invite anyone else to come and follow him and say to them, come and he will make you to become a wife. It will be a big mistake. It will be a big lie to call or invite anyone and say to the person, come and he will make you to become a husband. Come and he will make you to become rich. It will be a big mistake or even come and he will heal your diseases. Because that is not the reason why he calls people. That is not the reason why he invited these two. When he began his ministry and he was calling people to be his followers, to be Christians, to follow him, he told them, come and be with me and I will make you to become fishes of men. I will make you to become fishers of men. Hallelujah. So you see that people came to follow him and they realized that the call, though he told them to become fishers of men, they realized that there were so many other things that were associated with this call. But that was not his main reason and so he did not declare those things to them. Are you with me? There were a whole lot of other things that they were going to experience. But he did not declare to them because that was not his main reason for calling them. They saw as he was walking with them, they saw that this man, he has called us to be fishers of men. But he could also cause the blind to see. They realized that he has called them to be fishers of men, but he was also causing the lame people to rise and walk. They realized that he said, come and I'll make you fishers of men, but they realized that he was healing leprosy also. They realized that he was causing diseases, even the dead to rise up, but he never told them that. He said, come and be with me and I will make you to become fishers of men. they realize that a 12 year old history of bleeding, gynecological problem, he can cause it to stop in a day. Hallelujah. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? He said, come and be with me and I'll make you fishes of men. And they also realize that this man, he can speak to the storms and they'll be calm. But he never mentioned that to them. They realized that this man, he can take five loaves of bread and two fish, two pieces of fish, and he can multiply it and feed more than 5,000 people. And I believe that it was more, much, much more than 5,000 because the Bible says he fed 5,000 men besides children and women. And I know that in every ministry, there are more women than children than men. So I believe that there were more women, more than 5,000 women were there. Oh, women love God. I say women love God. They have their ways, but they love God. Do you understand? That is always their credit. They love God. I believe that is why they are very complex also. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So there were so many things that these people were seeing, but he never mentioned any of these things to them. There are so many things that will be associated with walking with this Savior. There are so many experiences, so many things that will happen in your life, but he does not call us for this reason. But until you will leave your nets and come and follow him, you will not experience these things. Hallelujah. Until you leave your nets, they could have kept their nets, but they will never would have experienced these things. They will never would have experienced the multiplication of bread and fish. They will never would have seen the seas stop because of his voice. Amen. So solving our problems, healing us from all kinds of diseases. Calming the storms that are in our lives. And I believe there are storms that are in our lives. Now Jesus calming these storms. That are in our lives. Are not his main reason for calling you. These are not the main reasons why the Lord calls us to follow him. Hallelujah. Amen. But there are things that will come along. As we leave our nets to follow him. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? You see. If you are being hired, for those of you who are employed, who are working, you realize that when your employer decided to hire you, they called you for an interview. And they interviewed you, they spoke with you, and they realized that you qualified to do the job. You qualified for what? To do the job. Do the job. And that is why they hired you. That is why they chose to hire you. Are you with me? Because you qualify to do the job. And the first day of the interview, they discuss the job. They told you what the job entails. They told you the things that are involved in doing the job. And then when they are done with that, then they set you to meet another person who will now tell you about the benefits that come with the job. Isn't that so? They will tell you about the salary. They will tell you about vacation. They will tell you about sick days. They will tell you about bonuses. They will tell you about personal days. There's so many holidays. They'll tell you about so many other things. Are you with me? So that is not the reason why they called you. And so they don't declare those things to you at the interview when they are trying to get you on board to do the job. Are you with me but now they have hired you and now all your focus all your attention every day is on the benefits every day you say they have given me sick days so i'm using them every day you say i want to go on vacation i want to take a personal day every day you say i want to use my insurance every day you are discussing your insurance You are discussing your benefit. You come to them every day you come to work. All you are talking about are the benefits. Do you think the employer will be happy with you? What will they do to you? Don't you think they will will fire you and get another person who will like to do the job and then give them the benefit and even more? Are you with me? Or say you buy a car. You buy a car. And your intention is that the car will take you to work every morning. Are you with me? That the car will take you to work every morning. But every morning, when you go to the car, one tie is flat. And then you leave the car and then you take Uber <laughs> and go to work. And then you pump or you, you inflate the tire. And then the next morning, the other tie is flat. And you leave the car and take Uber and go to work. The next morning you come, the battery is low. And the car will not start. You leave the car and then you go to work. So every morning you come, the car says, I need a tire. I need a battery boost. I need this. I need that. Take me to the mechanic. I need this. I'm lacking this. I am. Would you? How long would you keep a car like that? You see, this is the reason why some people will get rid of their car and get another one which will do the job, another one which will take them in the morning when they need a car to move. Are you with me? So no surprising, not surprising, he says that you see, there are churches today which have left the reason why he came which uh, they are, uh, we, we, we don't talk about the reason why he has called us. No, surprisingly, the Holy Spirit leaves a place that, that to go to a place where they will do the reason why I am here. Yeah. Are you with me? So he says, you go, go. As long as you are doing that, I will be with you all the way. All the way. Even unto the ends of the world. I'll be with you always. Hallelujah. You see, Jesus also has a package. Just as the company cares for you, they want you to be well as you are doing the work. They want you to rest. They want you to be taken care of when you are sick. They want you to be well. Jesus also has a package. He has a benefit package. When you walk with him, he will steal the storms that are in your life. He knows that when you walk with him, you will have certain needs, and he ensures that there is a package that comes along with it. But that is not the reason why he came. That is not the reason why he called you to follow him. Is somebody understand what I'm sharing with you? That is not the reason why he called you. That is not the reason why he's, he's inviting you to follow him. But as you follow him, as you are with him, the benefit packages will be unfolded. Hallelujah. I say, as you are with him, the benefit packages will be unfolded. Amen. As you are working with him, you'll see the benefits. Amen. Amen. So the Bible says, they forsook their nets, and they went and they followed him. And in the course, they saw all these benefits. He says, come and be with me. Come after me, and I will make you to become fishes of men. Fishers of men. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, Seek You First is always true. It is all- I want to show you another version of Seek You First. Do you want me to show you? Yes. Let's turn to Luke chapter 5. Luke chapter 5. I just want to read this and then we can bring a service. Luke chapter 5 and verse 1. He says, And it came to pass... That as the people, are you reading with me? We are reading the Bible. And it came to pass that as the people pressed upon him to hear the word of God, he stood by the lake of Gennesaret. And saw two ships standing by the lake. But the fishermen were gone out of them and were washing their nets. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And he entered into one of the ships, which was Simon's, and prayed him that he would thrust out a little from the land. You see, when you are at your work and Jesus shows up, if God were to show up at your work, if you were in your office and you opened your eyes, say you had a moment you couldn't do your quiet time at home and you are on your break time, you decide to sit in your office to do your quiet time and you pray and you open your eyes and Jesus is standing there. What do you think you would ask him to do for you? If, for instance, you have been looking for promotion for a while, you have been searching for increase for a while, and you have just come from your boss's office after discussing this increase again, And the outcome was not pleasant. And then you came to sit down. And then you prayed. And you opened your eyes. And Jesus is standing there. What would you ask him? What would you have in your heart? The prayers have been answered. Isn't that so? The prayers have been answered. Increase has come. Raise, promotion has come. But these people, they are also, he said, and he entered into one of the ships, which was Simon's. These are fishermen. They are fished and they have nothing and they have cast out their nets and they were, their boats are packed. you know how it is, it is to bring your boats back to their own. Um it needs a lot of people to do that. But this Jesus shows up and he entered into one of the ships which was Simon's and prayed him. Prayed him means he begged him. He pleaded with him that he would thrust out a little from the land. Bring the boat back from the land and put it on the sea because the crowd, the crowd, there was so much crowd. Did you read that from the previous verse? There were so many people that were thrusting on him. And when, they, when so many people are around with you, like you want to just be separated like this. So if you were to take Jesus as standing behind the pulpit, and this is the sea, he asked them to thrust the ship into the, land, into the sea. So he will sit, and he sat in it. First of all, he went to sit in it even before he asked them. So he sat in it and asked them, thrust a, li- thrust a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the people from the ship. He taught the people, people who had toiled all night. People who were looking for fish and they didn't catch any. He asked them, you give me your boat first. Give me the boat. Trust the boat. Give me the boat for the kingdom. And the Bible says he sat down and taught the people. Now when he had done, when he had left speaking, when he was done preaching, he said unto Simon, lounge out into the deep and let down your nets for a drought. He says, let down, launch down into the deep and let down your nets, let down your nets for a drought. And Simon answering said unto him, Master, we have toiled all night. We have taken nothing. Master, this boss, I have been discussing with him about this race all the time. Master, this interview I have gone several times. Master, this request I have made several times. Master, this debt I have made several attempts. But he says, "You first thrust out your net, thrust out the ship." Let us use it for the kingdom first. Let's use it for the kingdom first. And afterwards, he said, now let down your nest. Now Simon said unto him, Master, we have toiled all the night and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net." Amen. Amen. Mind you, go back the previous verse. Verse 4. Jesus said, let down your what? Nets. I want you to take none. Let down your nets. Don't take one. What is coming, you can't contain it. You have allowed the kingdom of God to be used first. You have allowed the kingdom of God to proceed. Let down your nets. You see, sometimes we limit our expectation of what the Lord can do. As you are serving him, as your heart has gone first, as you have sought the kingdom first, he says, let down your nets. But look at what Simon did. Take the next verse. He says, says, nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. Are you with me? It is mind-blowing. Do you understand? It is mind-blowing. You cannot explain it. You cannot explain it. Are you with me? You cannot explain it. So it says, nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. And when they had this done, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes. A great multitude of fishes. That their what? Their net break. One net, it will break. I said the net will break. He said, let down your nets. Take more nets. If you have sought my kingdom first, now get ready. Because what is coming upon you, you can't contain it. If you have put my kingdom first, if you have sought for my kingdom first, now get ready because what is coming upon you, you cannot contain. He said, I will open up the windows of heaven. That there will not be room enough in your life to contain the blessing. Oh, you have no idea what is coming upon you. If you have put my kingdom first. He says, seek ye first my kingdom. Let us use the boat first to do the kingdom of God. Let us use the boat first. Let us use the nets first. To fetch for fish, man. To fish for men first. Let's preach to men first. And now, let's throw that same net. That couldn't take any. Let's throw them back in again. Because it's miraculous. It is miraculous. So the Bible says, and when they had this done, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes and their net break. That is what it means that there will not be room enough in your life to contain the blessing. And when they had this done, it says, and they beckoned unto their partners, which were in the other ship, that they should come and help them. And they came and filled both ships, so that now they began to what? Sink! You can't contain the blessing. You cannot contain the blessing. You cannot contain the blessing. There will not be room enough in your life. They now began to sink. He said, we have toiled all night. We have toiled all night. But now what is coming? They could not contain them. You have let my kingdom first. You have let your heart gone first for my kingdom. Then I will overwhelm you with my blessings. So when Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees saying, depart from me for I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he was astonished. You will be astonished. I said, you will be astonished. It is miraculous. It has never happened before, but it's happening in your life today. You will be astonished. You will be astonished. He says, he was astonished. And all that were with him at the drought of the fishes which they had taken. And so was also James and John, the sons of Zebedee, which were partners with Simon. And Jesus said unto Simon, Fear not, for henceforth thou shalt catch man. Thou shalt catch man, thou shalt catch men. It is still my mission, it is still my reason, it is the same reason why I came, and it's the same thing again that I'm telling you, now you shall catch men, and as long as you make your heart and your mind to catch men, all these things they'll be added, they will be added, they'll be added unto you. He says, Seek ye first my kingdom and its righteousness, and all these things they will be added. They'll be added. And so now that their eyes were open, and he said, Now I am a sinner, true repentance. So hear this, and so. And when they had brought their ships to land, they forsook all and did what? Followed him. Amen. They forsook all and they followed him. Amen. Amen. Beloved, it's still the saying Amen. seek ye first Amen. my kingdom Amen. and its righteousness. Amen. And all these things they will be added. Your Father in heaven knows that you have toiled all night. Your Father in heaven knows that you need fish. Your Father in heaven knows that you need this in your life. Your Father in heaven knows your cry. Your Father in heaven knows your heart desires. But he's still saying, seek ye first my kingdom and its righteousness. And all these things that you are seeking, they'll be added unto you. Hallelujah. They'll be added unto you. There are many lost souls. There are many lost souls in the sea of sinners. There are many lost souls. Will you take up your net and become a fisher of men? Will you take up your net and become a fisher of men? What do you seek from the Lord? What do you want from the Lord? He says, take up. He says, still, still. This is the reason why I came. Still, this is the reason. And if you are following me and you make it also your reason, your net will break for abundance. I see your net breaking for abundance in the name of Jesus. Put your hands together for the Lord and stand to your feet. We are thankful. This afternoon, Lord, we are thankful for your word. We thank you, Lord, for speaking to us in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, we thank you for ministering to our hearts now with all eyes closed and every head bow I want to give everyone who is here an opportunity an opportunity to receive Christ as your Savior I want to give you this great opportunity now I call it opportunity because it doesn't come all the time perhaps you have heard this invitation before and you pushed it aside today that opportunity has come again It may not come all the time it may not come tomorrow and we do not have tomorrow but if you are here this afternoon you are saying pastor i need this jesus in my life i want to welcome jesus christ into my life as my personal savior i want to walk with jesus i want to be born again i want to receive jesus the bible says except a man be born again he cannot see the kingdom of heaven beloved this jesus there is so much that awaits you but he calls you first to follow him truly follow him when simon repented true repentance he forsook all and he followed him this afternoon i want to give you that opportunity to receive jesus as your savior if you are here like that you are saying pastor pray with me i want to receive jesus as my savior if that is your prayer with all eyes closed and every head bowed wherever you are just lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you you are saying pastor pray with me I want to receive Jesus as my Savior I want to welcome Jesus Christ into my life maybe someone invited you to church maybe you have been here before maybe you have been here several times but today I'm giving you that opportunity to receive Jesus as your Savior if you are not born again i want to give you this great opportunity with all eyes closed and every head bowed, just put up your right hand wherever you are and i'll pray with you i'll say a short prayer with you is there anyone here like that jesus the savior is here to save he say there's more room at the cross for you also is there anyone here like that you are hearing a voice and he says do it do it i can feel it are hearing a voice that is you the lord is speaking to you lift up your hand and i'll pray with you perhaps you will not have that chance again you will not have that chance again tomorrow is not guaranteed for anyone tomorrow is not guaranteed to any of us you may not see tomorrow you may not have the opportunity is there anyone here like that lift up your hand and i'll pray with you anyone here like that wonderful wonderful beautiful Now I want you all to join me and say this together with me. I want you to pray with me. Say Lord Jesus thank you for dying for me. Lord Jesus I come to you just as I am. Please forgive me of my sins. Cleanse me Thanks from me. all unrighteousness. From all unrighteousness. This afternoon. This afternoon. I welcome you. I welcome you into my life. Into my life. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus. Be my Lord. Be my Lord. Be my Master. Be my Master. Be my, my Savior. Please write my name in the book of life. In the book of life. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me today. For saving me today. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. One. We believe you've been blessed by this timely and powerful message we invite you to join us on sunday afternoons for our dual of heaven service and tuesday evenings for our word power service for more messages by reverend brighton Kruma, please subscribe to the qfc bronx north podcast or contact us at 929-247-0738 stay blessed